Hi humans, welcome back to our Trainers Live with Big J. Um, it's been a while since we've recorded a podcast uh, because we've been on a break to take care of our mental health. It's our train here, our train. Um, my co-host Julianne is still on a break and hopefully she can be back with us um, in sharing stories and having conversations soon. So today I wanted to talk about what I think is really important, a topic that needs to be talked about and that is internalized transphobia and homophobia. So if you didn't know already, I am FTM trans, I'm a trans man. I have recorded a coming out story, if you want to go listen to it, it's episode 10 of our podcast. Also a little disclaimer or like warning before we start, so I'm going to be talking about like genitals and sex and that sort of thing in this episode because it is part of internalized transphobia and like the stigma around trans people and all that as well so if you're not really comfortable with that sort of language then it's okay to skip over this episode or come back to it at a later time when you feel ready so to start let's talk about what is internalized transphobia and homophobia and biphobia and all that stuff. So my understanding of internalized transphobia is that being cisgender is considered the norm and everything else that does not fit within being cisgender is somehow abnormal or unhealthy or dangerous to society. And it's the same with homophobia, biphobia. Being straight or heterosexual is the norm and anyone else that does not fit inside this box or norm is somehow unhealthy or abnormal or different in a very negative sense. I would say that when we come in come into this world as an infant, we're pretty neutral about things because we, we don't know anything. We don't know how the world works or the way society works or anything like that because we literally just came out of the womb, right? And then over over the years, we start learning about how the world works. And from a very young age, we're taught and we learn that being cisgender and being heterosexual is normal. And so what that does to a lot of young LGBT humans is that they internalize that. The idea gets rooted into our mind. Being straight is normal, being cisgender is normal, everything else is not. That's the idea that gets instilled into our mind and it's very hard to break. And so what happens is, well in my experience, I'll talk from my experience, what happens is I start feeling different from this. So I realize that something is going on with my sexual orientation. Something is going on with my gender. I'm having experiences that are not so-called normal and I start believing that there's something wrong with me because I don't fit in the boxes. Something's, something is clearly wrong with me. I need to fix myself because I'm different and this isn't normal in this world. It's a very hard thought to break and not believe because it's what I've been taught and basically every other LGBT human out there has been taught and it's scary when we don't fit in to what's expected in the world. It's scary because we can feel alone. It's like, okay, everyone around me is cis and straight. Why am I not straight? And then it, and then we think it's a problem with us when really 
it's a problem with the world we live in and this whole internalized transphobia homophobia biphobia any like sort of prejudice and discrimination against the lgbt community is reinforced by it's reinforced by the idea that being trans non-binary gender diverse bi pan anything not cis and straight is somehow a choice which in reality it isn't because if you think about it why would I choose to have less privilege than cis and straight people? Why would I choose to make my life harder? Why would I choose to be part of a group or a community that the majority see as abnormal and like an outcast? Why would I choose that? It doesn't make any sense. It's not a choice. And it really frustrates me when people think it is because it really isn't. It's just like cis and straight people. They don't choose to be straight. They don't choose to be cis. It's like our eye color. We don't choose our eye color. We don't get to choose that. It's not a choice. We don't get to choose how tall we are. We don't choose our hand size. We don't choose our, the size of our feet, you know? We don't choose how much hair is grown on our head. Like, it's the same thing with being trans or LGBTIQ+. It's not a choice. It's just who we are. This is also something I think is really important to talk about. Um, a lot of LGBT humans experience the fear of being wrong in their identity. And I think this, in my experience, it's been very, very, let's say, damaging. Because even before I came out as trans and lived as a trans man, I put a lot of pressure on myself to get my sexual orientation right when I was, before I came out as trans and was living as female. Something was going on with my sexual, sexual orientation. I knew that I wasn't straight. And I kept pressuring myself to find the label that was right for me. I, I kept pressuring myself to find the box. It's because I didn't believe that it was okay to just simply be and leave my experiences without forcing a label on it for the sake of having a label. To me, labels are just terms and phrases, I guess, to describe my lived experiences and my identity. I also experienced the same pressure when I was figuring out my gender identity and the longer I lived my experiences without having a label for it, um, the worse I felt because I would just think every single day am I trans? What am I? Who am I? I don't know why it's just this preoccupation with finding a label rather than just simply being and living my experiences and just describing it as how like describing it as what it was at the time I also think the fear of being wrong is worsened by the possible judgments of others because if I used a label to describe my experiences at one point in time but feel that it's not more it's not a, no longer appropriate at a later point in time people may think that oh it's a choice because you're this now you're this which which frustrates me part of internalized transphobia that I'm also dealing with now is feeling inferior to cis men because I don't have a penis and in mainstream society the thing that an important element of what makes a male is having a penis and that's 
internalized transphobia because being male is seen to be determined by biological sex and not really one's gender identity. If you didn't know already, biological sex and gender identity are two separate things, two different things. Gender identity is, the way I explain gender identity is who you are at the core, like in, in your mind regarding your gender. Well, bio biological sex is just that. It's who you were assigned at birth based on your genitals and biological anatomy and biological characteristics. They're two very, very different things. And the reason I am trans is because my biological sex does not align with my gender identity. I was assigned female at birth, but I am a male or a man. And these two don't line up with one another. And that is why I am FTM trans. The way people perceive trans people, especially trans women, is also very damaging because there's the, I, I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but there's the idea that trans women are men pretending to be women to enter women's spaces, including public bathrooms, to like commit like sexual acts or like do some perverted thing. And I, I don't know where that came from, but it's just completely disrespectful and disgusting, honestly. Trans women just like every other human being, just want to go in, do their business, and leave. You poop, I poop, everyone poops, I pee, you pee, everyone pees. So why, why, why do people make the lives of trans people much harder by not being inclusive of them in spaces? The primary difference between trans women and cis women I can think of is the biological aspect. Cis women and trans women are both women. And I think the whole bathroom issue against like trans women, like the whole idea that trans women are pre men pretending to be predators is very transphobic because it's based on biological sex. Because as I said, the only primary difference I can think of between cis women and trans women is the biological aspect and assigned sex at birth. and trans women are seen as predators simply because they have a penis like that's really stupid it's a really stupid idea to me and there's also the idea that trans people enter public bathrooms flashing their genitals out or something we don't do that <laughs> if it's a question for cis people i have is it's especially for the transphobe it it's why are you so preoccupied with our genitals when using public bathrooms. Why does it why do you care so much about whether a trans woman has a penis or not? And like are you are you saying that trans women can't use the women's restroom because they're assigned male at birth and they have different biological anatomy to you as a cis woman? I don't understand. And yes, I'm focusing on trans women with the bathroom issue because I hear a lot more rubbish and I believe that they cop a lot more garbage, trash from people who don't understand or people who are straight up ignorant than trans men. If a predator, regardless of their gender, really wants to do some evil thing or commit some disgusting act, they will just do it anyway. They don't even have to be they don't have to be 
pretending to be anyone they can just literally walk in and do it like yet all trans women cop all this garbage for no reason that they don't deserve so the next section is a message dedicated towards lgbt folks but in particular i'm targeting or i'm aiming this towards trans and gender diverse people you are not a freak and i want you to take this to heart like everything i say in this section i want you to take it to heart because i genuinely believe it and i don't want i want others to not feel alone in this way i want others to know that they're not alone in feeling this way because it was definitely something i felt and i didn't I felt really isolated in my experiences, especially around the whole feeling inferior to cis guys because I don't have a penis. So let's start again from this section. Um, you are not a freak. Yes, you are not a freak for being trans, gender diverse, non-binary, gay, bisexual, pansexual, whatever it is. You are not a freak. You are not abnormal regardless of the shit. And uh, yes, I swore in the podcast, regardless of the shit society throws our way and all the nasty and hateful judgments and whatnot. For trans men out there, you are not inferior to cis men because you may not have a penis. I repeat, you are not inferior to cis men because you may not have a penis. For trans women, you are not inferior to cis women because of your assigned sex at birth and your biological anatomy. For all the other humans under the trans umbrella, whether you're gender fluid, non-binary, whatnot, if you, regardless of your gender identity, you are not less than anyone else because of your assigned sex at birth and your assigned gender at birth. You are not less than, you are not less valid than binary trans people you are valid just as you are. Being trans, non-binary, does not make you less valid than binary trans people. I repeat, being trans, non-binary, does not make you any less valid than binary trans people. For all trans and gender diverse people, your biological sex and biological characteristics do not determine your value and worth as a human being. Trans guys who have penises do not have more worth than trans guys who don't have a penis. Trans women with breasts do not have more worth than trans women without breasts. We, every single one of us, has worth and value and something to give to this world regardless of our biological characteristics and whether we've medically transitioned or not and all that. That does not define our worth as a human being. We all have worth regardless of what we do and do not do, regardless of whether we're out or not out of the closet, regardless of whether we've transitioned or not transitioned, we all have worth and value as human beings and nothing else and nothing can, and nothing can take that away from us. Your identity is not invalid just because some people don't understand or choose to be ignorant and discriminatory. Your identity is not fake or a phase. No matter how much the world tries to erase your identity, it exists and is valid. I forgot to mention something about internalized transphobia and homophobia. I've heard people say, I've seen, I've heard people share the experiences of other people telling them that they're too young to know about their identity 
or they're gone through a phase that will pass. But I've never heard one straight and cisgender person share this experience of being told the same thing. LGBTIQ youth are told that they, they're too young to know, yet they're not too young to know that they're straight and cis. And that's part of the problem. <laughs> Kids or young people who don't fit into the boxes of being cis and or straight are questioned because, again, the world sees this as out of the ordinary and I don't know if it's out of the ordinary but not no, so not it's not seen as so-called normal and it's seen as something different and very we should not associate with them because I don't know what's wrong with these people why, why they choose to be this way this lifestyle all that garbage and that really messes with the minds of young people it definitely affected me in the sense that I kept denying my own identity because the world I live in says it's wrong. I didn't think it was okay to be me because the world said it's wrong. And I also want to say to LGBT humans that you do not have to label yourself and explain to others why you are who you are. It's okay to simply live and be yourself without placing a label on it if you don't feel comfortable. It's okay that if a label fits you or feels right for you at one current point in time does not feel right for you later down the track it does not mean that it's not invalid it doesn't mean that it's not valid it's like we grew up we were born as infants who came out of the womb then we went through childhood and then adolescent years and then adulthood like i'm an adult now but that does not mean that i i didn't used to be a child it's it's an experience as part it's an experience that's part of my journey and the only approval you need for your identity is yourself. Only you can say who you are and are not. The affirmation of your identity from yourself is the most important aspect, not the words and opinions of others. So to finish, this, yeah, I know this episode has been really long, but I just had a lot of things that need to be said and need to be known by more people, especially the cis and straight people who actually perpetuate negative attitudes, thoughts and ideas about LGBT humans. And to my fellow LGBT humans, keep on persevering, you brave, beautiful warrior. You've come this far, I may not know who you are, but if you come this far along your journey, it means that there is fight in you and that you haven't given up yet. Keep going, you brave, beautiful warrior.